What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday morning. This is Flow Wrestling Radio Live, episode 30. The Dirty 30. We made it this far, Willie. Uh, joined, as I just mentioned, by my mainest man, Willie Smalls. Willie Sailor in the house. Um, and Willie, you had a big morning already. It's just 9 o'clock in Texas. But Willie, you are, you are on the path. Uh, you're on a new direction. T- talk to us about your life change. I did some squats this morning. <laughs> so you were up in the no, gym. I went to the I went to the gym. Five thirty. I dropped uh, my roommate off, Nicholas. Nicholas got into the office at five thirty this morning. Oh my gosh. He, he's on his grind. Jeez. Marketing madman Nick Veliquet, um, as as you all know, formerly of Who's Number One fame. Uh, he hung his jersey up in the rafters last year and. And retired from from who's number one, but he was damn good too. On who's dang freaking good, he was really good on camera. Such an a hole. He was perfect for it, and uh, <laughs> and knowledgeable to boot. And I think he would. Uh, he would. Uh, He's going to Penn Relays this week. Really? Well, his brother goes to Penn. Uh, Nick's brother wrestles at Penn. Joseph Veliquet. So I'm sure he's super excited. Penn Relays. For those of you wrestling fans out there that don't know the track world, is like a ginormous track meet. Like. One of the biggest ones. I don't even know what the wrestling comparable would be. But I would say it's uh, Scuffle-esque, Midland's-esque. Scuffle, right? so that big, huh? That's, yeah, it's huge. That's, that's I don't enormous. know. I don't know the track world, but it's like it's like the Catalina wine mixer of, of track. All right, interesting. You know? um, so, Willie, I'm excited for for this change. Have to get, or you're doing CrossFit, right? No, what? <laughs> I'm not doing CrossFit, no. I ran yeah. on a treadmill. I did the elliptical. Um, I lifted a little bit. Shot some baskets, you know. Did you really? Yeah, I bought a basketball. I think we need to play one-on-one someday. Um, I think that'd be fun. I'm telling you what, the kid can shoot. I- I'm not bad either. I'm not bad. At ba- I can play back to the basket. I'm a-, I'm a natural point guard, but, you know, I can slash and kick, you know. Not not big on D. Not big on D. You're not big on D? No, no. But I'll, I'll snag a board. My four-inch vertical. All right, so we're—I'm excited for Willie. Uh, let's let's hold him accountable. Hit him up at Willie at Flow. Make sure he is. Uh, this is not just a one-time thing that he continues going to the gym. Because you know what, we need you in the best possible shape you can be in, Willie. And and when you're in uh, top physical condition, it's only gonna be better for for this website. I firmly believe that. So, <laughs> so I, it's true. It's true. The you. Your it's body. Tough to, uh, it's oh, tough I know, to work man. out during the season, man. Dude, I know. Believe me, I'm right there with you. I had a hard time uh, keeping in as good a shape. And hey, why don't we just segue right now? We are hiring. Um, and since you brought up this job, you do not get to work out as much as you might want to. Bader has, has uh, found a way to work himself back into shape. But even Bader would tell you, for, and he's been doing this for a long time. He, uh, the the exercise kind of got away from him a little bit there. You just can't get in a routine when you're on the road. So he already, much. he's already down to weight. I don't know. He's if you down guys to know, weight. But yeah, he uh, he's wrestled in veterans at the U.S. Open, and uh, he's already he's already been hit weight. So he's yeah. good. He's a that guy. That guy has. <laughs> we were actually me, Bader, and Joe. We we're actually watching some film on on a couple guys that are in his bracket. Stop. I Stop. Swear, I Stop. swear to you. I swear to you we were watching film the other day. Oh, no. Wait, he knows who's in his – I guess you can see the entries, right? Mm-hmm. Dang, and there's film up on, I guess, on YouTube from, like, 
previous. You know, the com- same. A, a lot of guys go to the veterans. The same guys every year. So. Oh, someone's going for like their ninth straight or something. Bader's mm-hmm. the the new kid on the block for veterans. Dude, Bader, I have no idea. Bader's really good. Like, I think I think he's got a shot. His endurance is pretty crazy. Got a shot. I mean, he's is, gonna... is, he, is he the favorite? I mean, I don't see. That's my thing. I, I think clearly he's okay. The... See, I don't know. I see for me to say he's the favorite requires knowledge of the field, right? Like, and I don't have that. I just think Bader's really good, so I think he's got a great shot at winning. Maybe he's gonna, you know, pull a Brent Metcalf and go unscored in the uh, mm-hmm. U.S. Open. But I, I don't know. So you're telling me, you're telling me the Vegas line on Bader, he's gonna be like minus. 500 to win the to win the whole thing yeah and i'd still put money on him you still put money man I, what if we could bet what if we could bet on bader winning veterans at <laughs> vegas we should be able to i mean that's a side note i wish there was betting lines for everything yeah wrestling especially veterans nationals i mean if not that then what <laughs> so we're, we're team bader also mike kraus of uh fame i wish that was my job i wish vegas would hire me listen if you're in vegas and you have any pool hire me to just set lines for everything wrestling related i would love it that would be that would be pretty cool well someone does it because like uh ncaa's had betting lines so someone did that probably someone we know did this right right because there's there's not someone in vegas that like stays as hard as we can and they made some huge mistakes too they had um yeah, yeah. Some of those lines were terrible, like terribly. Uh, like, well, Hunter Steber was like, you could have bet, you could have bet money on Steber like winning the title. You could have bet no. The best part was you could have bet money on Steber not winning. Right. You could be taking the field against Hunter. Hunter, not Logan. Hunter. And even I, I guess they were kind of they, because Logan's I thought his line was like should have been way higher to win the title. His line. And Gwiz's line to win the title were the same, which to me was kind of preposterous, even though, uh, obviously, I thought both were going to win. So, anyways, there's a little Vegas stuff. Uh, U.S. Open's going to be at Vegas. Bader's entering. He's in shape. He's down to weight. He's lost, like, 20 pounds in a couple months. Yeah, um, so that's – and like you said, we're hiring. So, maybe the uh, the new guy that comes in lightens my load a little. I can, uh, I can keep yes. my workouts going. Yeah, for sure. I actually tried to segue into that topic, and we got nowhere near it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll come back to it later. We'll come back to it later. Um, want to do a better job of this, and I don't. I'll get after the show. I'll get on Twitter, and a bunch of people will have asked me questions that are like pertinent to the show. I'm like, I need to like look at Twitter. We just kind of Willie and I work off a little document here where we have some notes and stuff, and you don't end up looking at Twitter. So Ben Askren, the last show, asked Willie and I. Who were our picks for freshman of the year for this coming year in D1? And I thought that was a fine question from Ben Askren, who's getting ready to fight here in the next couple of days. He's over in Asia, God knows where, Singapore, Malaysia. I don't, I don't know. Do you know where he is, Willie? One of those. One of those. Singapore, Malaysia. Uh, he's in Asia. He's ready to fight, and he's going to win again because he doesn't lose at fighting people. Um, but anyways, it was a great question. Freshman of the year. Um, I have Free my- Ben Askren, Dana White. Free him. F Dana White. What a, what a Put him in. Put Ben in. He doesn't want it. He doesn't want it. I can't. What? Why would you not want him? You have CM Punk is a wrestler. <laughs> I know. They're so hypocritical. Yeah. Stupid. Whatever. Whatever. They don't want the best. It's not. Don't get me started. I already 
ranted about that a couple times now. But who is the freshman of the year, Willie Saylor? Call your shot right now. I already know what you're going to say. But go ahead and say it. Let's get it official. You think I'm going with Chance Marsteller? Um, the only reason you're not is just so you can not. I would go with Chance Marsteller. Uh, if you knew if about he, weight. If he was at 57. Yeah. Now, because I, I think I think Chance Marsteller at 57 will struggle in the beginning of the year because, one, Oklahoma State tr- struggles earlier in the year, and two, because of weight. And then by the time February, March came, I think he'd be a juggernaut. The juggernaut. Man. Well, If he could manage his weight to 157, he would be filthy. He came on towards the end. I mean, it kind of was like, oh, man, Chance is kind of struggling. Um, but he his season was not as bad, I think, as maybe it got painted as being. He actually had some pretty nice wins. I'm pretty sure he beat All-American Ethan Ramos this year. Um, yes, he did. So, I mean, it's not like he was that bad. I mean, I just think the the hype surrounding him. He beat the Not that hype though. exists. Hype doesn't exist, according to Willie Saylor. But um, it doesn't. It doesn't exist. He beat Palacio. He beat Palacio. So he beat Palacio. He beat Mike England, who was like round of 12, I think, right? Didn't England wrestle all the way back to round of 12? So he beat okay. England, uh, Palacio, Peppelman. So he, he wasn't that bad. And Ethan Ramos, who was an All-American. So he's going to be ready to go. Uh, and I think he's a fine selection. Uh, I'm going to stay in that weight, and I'm, I'm going with Jason Nolf. Um, yep. Nolf's a good one. I, uh, let me just run down some. All right, go ahead. Talk about Nolf. Uh, I think, I mean, it was pretty clear he was ready to go last year. Um, yeah. Beating Brian Rubuto. And you can say, well, oh, Brian won healthy, whatever. It still means something to beat that guy. Um, I, I think he's I think he's just got all the tools. I think he's good in, in all positions. I think – he attacks with – he has so many ways he can score. He, he attacks with such ferocity and consistency. I think he's going to be excellent. Um, can, yeah. can he win? Um, well, there's this guy, Isaiah Martinez. He's kind of hard to pick against. Uh, he just went undefeated. But, man, I, if, if there's if – if you're telling me I can pick – I can pick either someone from the field this year – to beat Isaiah Martinez, or I can take one of these freshmen to beat Isaiah Martinez. I think Chance or Nolf, I mean, maybe it's just because we haven't seen it. I think those yeah. two have a better shot of unseating Imar than anyone in the returning field, including Brian Rilbuto and uh, Ian Miller. Mm, yeah, Thoughts? I would say so. Yeah. I mean, because we've, I mean, it's, it's that's a that's a big thing to say. I mean, because yeah. Rilbuto has met him, but it wasn't close. But at the same time, can Chance or Nolf match or exceed what what Real is doing? Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think I, I, I give him a fair shot. I mean, Nolf is a complete dynamo. He's just gonna come at you and come at you and come at you. Um, and I think we know what we have in Jason Nolf, right? Oh yeah, I mean he's he's gonna be excellent. So all right, talking about the best freshman for next year. Okay, we'll look at – this was my final – I'll rattle off 10 or 20 of these. Uh, this, this was the final rankings, 2014 um, prospect rankings. Kyle Snyder was number one. He's no longer a freshman. Chance Marsteller, Bryce Brill, Jason Nolf, mm, Nick, Nick Nevels, Bo Nickel, 
Ryan Blees, Micah Jordan, Johnny Sebastian, Thomas Haynes, Dylan Malonis, Joey Galasso. Here's one, Joey McKenna. Mm. Love Joey McKenna. Took, what, third at Midlands? He beat he beat a bunch of good dudes, actually. He beat Jeva. I think he lost a one nothing match to uh, Shy Weezy. He did. Shy, Shy Brown beat him. Um, yeah. but... And then you have... Jared Cortez, Ryan Christensen. I've always been super high on him. Nobody ever talks about him. He's out of Wisconsin. Solomon Chisco. Mm-hmm. You know it. Tyler Berger, I think, is going to be very good. Yeah. Um, Sam Stoll, Jake Danishek, Tyler Smith was a top 20. Okay. Well. But here's two guys. Uh, okay, so you got those guys in your head. Those 20. You know those names. Um. Here's two guys I think could be very good next year. Alfred Bannister, Baby J, mm. and Daniel Lewis from Missouri. Daniel Day-Lewis. Love mm-hmm. his work. Um, yeah, I like. I did not get to watch Lewis at all. He did pin Cooper Moore, um, which is saying something. But I haven't got to watch him. But I know that um, my understanding is the Missouri staff pretty high on him. You've mentioned him being pretty good. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm interested – and they would be more – I think those two would be more, uh, I guess, Man, un- I can't... under the radar type of guys. Maybe kind of have a – not that uh, – I guess Ethan Ramos was a little less heralded coming into this season, so maybe kind of like that they can sneak on the podium perhaps. Uh, but I don't see them as uh, freshman of the year. I could talk dude. this topic all day long. Just looking at this list, I mean, I'm a 25. I like the lightweights. And Nathan Boston and Steven Misich oh are just going to be – Michich really good is uh, the real deal. I like him a lot. Oh yeah, he's, he's the real deal. He's there's there's no way, barring catastrophic injuries, that kid's gonna be really good for four years. Like he's oh my God. he's already really really good. He was yeah. someone I didn't really even know about until last year when he wrestled Tomasello and he got beat. But I thought he looked good, so he was on my oh, radar. He's, he's he's on a level. He's he's really damn good. Yeah, and I'm excited. He's a big freestyle guy. We're gonna get to see him. Um, probably at juniors, UWW juniors. My redshirt report, actually speaking of Michich, um, my redshirt report, 125 came out. We're rolling out 10 of these, one a day every weekday for 10 days, so two weeks really. So 125 came out. Please be sure to check that out um, and kind of get a, a little preview of what guys are going to come in and um, you know take the D1 scene by storm and maybe some other guys I might have missed. I felt like it was a pretty extensive list. But um, there's there's a definite possibility I miss some there, guys. There's a couple guys I really like too, but it kind of depends on what weights they're going to be. I mean, hey, look, I'm saying, I'm saying I like Chance and Nolf as a freshman of the year, but there's a possibility that, I mean, Chance might have a hard time even getting in the lineup, and and uh, because of the next guy I'm about to bring up, and so there's two guys. They were ranked 29th and 30th in my final um, rankings. Um, prospect rankings coming out last year, and both are probably dependent on how the lineup pans out um, because they have some good guys uh, around their weight classes on the team. Chandler Rogers? Yes. Uh, at Okie State, 65-74. Uh, you know, there's speculation where Derringer goes, and do you bump up Crutchmer, who um, coming, is the highest guy coming back at the weight, and... 
Um, so we'll see if Chandler gets in the lineup. But he had a really good year. Yeah. And by all accounts, he's doing very well in the room. And then uh, 30th, Derek White from Nebraska is the truth, guys. Oh, really? Gonna... Yeah. I know a little bit about him. I remember him when I mean, he won Iron Man two years ago, I guess. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna be an All-American contender. Yeah. But the problem is they got Dudley at 84 and Studebaker, who had a pretty darn good year. Uh, if he's the truth, he beats out Studebaker. I know. I mean, if he's the truth, I mean, Studebaker's, you know, his his big win at NCAAs was Jace Bennett. So I know, I know. He he should if he's that dude, he's gonna. I mean, Rogers, you know, he pinned Daniel Day Lewis. He beat. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna stop calling him that. Uh, and he pinned uh, Ryan Blees this mm-hmm. year. So yeah, like you said, he had a nice one. Did get majored by Seth Thomas. And lost to Dakota Freese, but he was a true freshman. Uh, Rogers going to be really good, and probably I feel like Jordan was kind of the more heralded Rogers coming out of high school. But it mm-hmm. appears Chandler's going to be the better D one dude. I mean, maybe it's a little early for Jordan, but we're two three years in here. I'll tell you who's had glowing reports, and that is a guy that I had fifty fourth, and his name is Corey Rashid from Penn State. Yeah. Um, but by all accounts, he's doing very well in the room. And so, uh, you know, Penn State maybe with five freshmen in their lineup next year. Yeah, but they're all so good. I mean, they're going to have um, Nolf, Nickel, Rasheed, yep. Nevels, and um, who's the fifth one? No, four. Four. Okay, yeah. So four freshmen, but good ones. And Rasheed, actually, you've been – Shoot, since last year or more than a year ago, you've been high on Rashid. Before he even stepped foot on Penn State campus, you you thought, his yeah, he lost was a good. match. Where did he? He lost a match some somewhere, and and people kind of cooled on him. But I, when I he lost he, to Peppelman, maybe. Yeah, he got, yep. he got hit with a tilt or something. He got hit in a shin wizard, the Jonesy thing. And uh, I still, I, I you know, well, there's a lot of times guys lose matches and I like them as much or better even after the loss I don't you know it's in the deed for me I, I, I like to see what they do not as not the, the scoreboard right so um, I really liked him then and uh, you know that's another one Garrett Peppelman's coming out this year yep Peppelman next, next year yep and they'll need him with souls are graduating um, yeah down down your neck of the woods uh, Peppelman and Zavatsky. Zavatsky was 28. Yeah. I love – I mean, the, the Virginia Tech staff super high on Solomon Chisco, and he had a great redshirt year. I mean, excellent, excellent. They were thinking about starting him this year. He couldn't hold 41, and then Carter um, came back down, and it kind of was pointless to wrestle him at that point. And then Mastriani ends up in the round of 12. So it all works out that he got to redshirt, and uh, I, it sounds like he's going to be pretty dang good right away. Uh, to the point that I don't know what Virginia Tech's going to do next year with Chisco and Mastriani. I don't – because Solomon said he's not going to go 41. It doesn't sound like it. So unless Mastriani gets no. down there, they're going to – Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, he's, thought Sully, I thought Sully could make it. He tried last year and uh, it just he – didn't, he didn't do well. He didn't like mm-hmm. – you know, wasn't as active. So he's, he's dang good. He's going to be a good one and – I'm always going to be a little higher on these Virginia guys. So, hey, there's another name down here you didn't mention. Do you want to get to those guys? Uh, down where? The, Virginia? On, on the, no, on the document here, the, the Valencia brothers. Okay, well, you so we we essentially 
we only hit class of 2014 guys yeah. um, because you never really know who's going to. Uh, so the, the, all the guys we all the guys we discussed were were red shirts, and you don't know who's going to um, red shirt from 2015. But you got to think that the Valencias could start right out of the gate. Yeah, I they're not going to though. I'm I feel 100% positive those. They're going to redshirt this entire class, or at least at least the Valencias, at least the Valencias. My understanding is those guys. Yeah, looking I mean, through plus looking through the top for, seniors for, for the fact that um, Zahid's going to be an eighty-four, and they've got Blake Stauffer there, so it'd be it'd be pointless. Um, yeah, Stauffer returning All-American. Um, one guy, you wonder if uh, with Oklahoma State, are they going to? You figure either Brock or Piccinini is going to start right away. One of them kind of has to, maybe doesn't have to, but. Uh, they're they're just gonna be kind of log jam there if they redshirt both those guys, right? Well, I mean, what do you do with Clamara? Well, Cl- so one of those goes, maybe he goes up, maybe one of those go thirty three, Piccinini or Brock. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Looking over the you know this year's class, this year's crop, the twenty fifteen guys, I don't see a whole lot of. I don't see a whole lot of guys that I say yeah start immediately. I don't either. Uh, although there are a couple. There are a couple that could, uh, obviously, Brock Piccinini, uh, like you said. Um, I think Logan Massa. Logan Massa really could solid. go out of the gate, but they now there's a what, what weight does he go? Uh, you know, you had Devontae Mahomes who had a great start to his year. Um, well, I figure Mahomes seventy four, Massa sixty five. Yeah. What about Taylor Massa? Yeah, I don't I don't know about Taylor. Uh, maybe he's seventy four. I mean, he's. Uh, I I don't know what's going on with Taylor, but I don't think he's right. Uh, so let's go over. Let's go over. Uh, these are going to be updated in like uh, two weeks. Or I don't know. Maybe this week I'll get to them. But um, these are the top guys upon my last update um, for the class of 2015: Anthony Valencia, Logan Massa, Zahid Valencia, Miles Martin, Fox Baldwin, Matt Kalodzic will probably start because he's going to Princeton and and he's going to do the Ivy shirt thing. Okay. Now, here's one. I mean, maybe a little bit out there, but could Vincenzo Joseph start right away at 49? He, no, no. Why would you Why would you do that? I don't know. Win a title? <laughs> Come on. They're going to – well, first of all, uh, I wonder if Penn State's going to do a little bumping around. I've heard Zane up to 49. I hate that. Why? Jesus, that should be Willie Prayers. What, why is that a Willie Pr- Have you seen him? He looked. He looks a little bigger. Come on, man. You come on. He could have won 49 this year. Look, I don't like it. Why? Can't you say you don't like something? Because he's not big enough. I promise you, if he goes, if he wrestles at 49, I promise you he will do excellently. Promise you. I, okay, so what are you, now you're going to tell me that Jimmy Gulliban's too big for 33? Uh, very possibly. Come yeah. on. No, you give me a break. I heard, hey, maybe uh, the cut may not have been that easy for Jimmy. The cut is never easy for guys that are awesome their whole Come life. Come on. Just stop it with that. You can't just say that every time. He's I Jimmy Gulban will be fine if he goes up to 141. He will be fine. All right. Promise. Max Logic, Vincenzo Joseph, Bobby Stevenson, Taylor Lujan, Cade Brock, Keyshawn Hayes. Could Keyshawn start? Uh, I don't think they should start him. They I don't should. think they should either, but they might. I don't. I don't know. Hunter uh, Steber, a CP prayer. Hunter Steber, go back down to 141. 
win a title. You can win one of 49, too, but I think... Freddie Stroker, here's one that might start. Actually, I was told he's going to... I don't know. Is it Xavier Montavo at Illinois? I think so, too. You you were, you were heard he's going to start? Yeah, when because... I mean, he, he wrestled 60 at Flow Nationals. He wrestled 82 in season, 60 at Flow Nationals, and they said... Illinois wants him at 65, and, you know, so who? I mean, that makes sense. Jackson Morse graduating. That When I saw he entered at such a low weight, I said, he's wrestling his true freshman year. Um, hey, could – what's what's Iowa's situation at 49? Well, Brandon Sorensen got fourth. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, All right, what about 57? Um, I don't know. Does Brody go up? Do they – and there's speculation that Sorensen may move up, but I feel like after, what if what if Sorensen moved to 57? Then and could Kemmerer start? They're not gonna start Kemmerer. Okay. I promise you, he redshirts. They'll figure something else out. Just because that's just not oh, what I'll I, tell I, you I who's gonna start as a freshman. I bet. Tell me. Zach Chaconis. Yeah, they. I don't think uh, Northwestern has another option unless they just want to forfeit a, a weight. The entire. Uh, they, I think they do have another heavyweight on the roster. Actually, who knows what they'll do. I mean, they redshirted um, and forfeited a weight the majority of this year. Who's to say they wouldn't do it again? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. So all right. So that's some freshman talk. You're going chance with a qualifier and didn't. Really... I'm going chance only if he's at 57. All right. Who, if not chance? Nolf. Okay. So I'm just going Nolf um, for those reasons. Okay. Um, so that's some freshman talk. Hit us up. Who are some guys that day one? Gonna be doing it big. Any true freshmen that you see both starting and contributing? Obviously, if the Valencias wrestled, we think they do awesome. But there's no reason for us to think they're actually gonna wrestle right out of the gate. So, um, I think back there. Oh yeah. All right. Um, another. Want to give a quick shout out. We talked about JUCO guys, and both Willie and I kind of struggled to come up with some JUCO names. And this guy named Ken Kepley, he hit me up on twitter and had he hit us deep yeah we went deep and i'm not gonna give all these names because they're not recent we were kind of looking for the recent guys but the big one the obvious one joe cologne out of iowa central um obviously the only one we came up with was colby covington um anthony abaddon for nebraska he went to nassau um of course he was what round of 12 this year he only lost to like two hammers at ncaa's and didn't place um gambire sanja um was a was a hammer. So there are definitely some others. Of course, Daniel Cormier was a was a JUCO guy, and we weren't trying to go that far back. Eric Ludke, who went to Iowa. So those are some more JUCO guys. So they have had success. Um, it's not in a very extensive list, but a list all the same. So um, thanks to Ken Kepley for hooking us up with some more recent hammers that, that wrestled at the JUCO level. Um, Willie, you had a prayer the other day, um, and I'm sorry to say that you know, God doesn't answer all your prayers. Or sometimes the answer is no. Um, not that he doesn't answer. And you prayed that Logan Steber will go down to 61. Yeah, that and our very, that ver- our very own Kyle Brackey caught up with Logan. And with a smile on his face, Logan told us he was going 65 at the U.S. Open. Um, so, so there you have it. I mean, but you know what? At least we had got an answer within you know three days yeah we we sit the prayer and then we found out um no but uh so yeah i guess i guess there's not much more to say about that prayer do you have any other prayers do you have a prayer for this week i do i have a kind of like um 
an off-topic prayer um, inspired by Johnny Manziel. Mm. But Johnny. partially inspired by Britt McHenry. Um, oh, gosh. You love who I, you know, I tweeted, I, I listen, I'm not, I did not tweet in her defense. I didn't, I like, I wasn't defending the stupid crap that she said. What I'm saying is that sometimes in the heat of the moment, I mean, you say regrettable stuff, right? Like you, you act like a, you act like a, a prick, you know? Yeah. It's, it's sometimes you do that. And, um. Everybody, of course, wanted her wants her fired, and and it's funny because the the crap that she said to the tow truck person, uh, the, the the response that people talking about her was probably worse. Oh yeah. Than than what she said. So uh, I can't. She's a horrible person, and she's this and she's that. Do you understand that you're saying exactly the stuff that you didn't like that she said? Uh, whatever, but uh, I don't know. I feel like society and Jesus. I could go on about this. I feel like society's a little soft. Like, okay, so she ripped somebody apart. So, you know, she she talked crap on somebody, and you want her fired? You like want her existence changed because of hurtful words? I mean, grow some thicker skin. I could go on about this. I I thought, but okay. I mean, come on. I I feel like giving her a total pass like oh people make this she was like straight up evil to this woman like dude anytime somebody come on. any anytime somebody says anything people want them fired oh they should be fired i don't know fired but i feel like it's like you're kind of like oh people get mad and say evil things i don't think that's true i mean i'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal i don't think i've ever talked like that to anyone I mean, I don't think I'm rare. I, I, to talk to someone you don't know and like, you know, their weight and they got bad teeth and you don't have an education and you're poor and you live in a trailer. I mean, like, I, I've never gone down that road, Willie. <laughs> I mean, I, if you think that's common, I get mad and you. Like, I'm not saying. I'm not she saying. She tore it. apart this woman's very profession and existence. I'm like, it's not like. Shut up, fatty. Like, it's not like something like that. Like it was. She went in. Like. So, and she knew she was on camera. It's like she can't even control herself. I'm not saying she should get fired, but what, whatever. I can have a, well, ver- I have a very low opinion of her as a person, and I don't think that's wrong. Well, okay, but it, uh, what's your prayer, anyways? There was a prayer in this somewhere. Because yeah, there is a prayer, and I think people should grow thicker skin. But okay, so this is my, I, I, I think society as a whole should toughen up. I think they're freaking soft. I think Americans are softer than Charmin. Uh, but this is, so this is my prayer. And, and like this, this generation is like, they always use this word haters. Mm. And I can't stand it. Haters. Oh, they're, they're haters. They're just haters. No, uh, people talk crap because you're probably doing something wrong. And the, and the, the epitome of this is Johnny Manziel is like, I'll do what I want to do. People just hate on me because, uh, you know, I'm a big name and I've been successful and they want to see me fail and I just do what I want to do. Well, guess what? You, you, you act up. You don't do the things you're supposed to do and now you find yourself in this position. So, no, it's not, only, it's not always just people being haters. 
just stupid term. Like the, it's the same. It's on the same stupidity level as YOLO. Come on. Like which is just a complete excuse to be an idiot. Oh, Willie, YOLO. Um, I I get you. I get you. So the word hate. The word haters listen, in general. If you're listening at home, people that complain or people you know that are picky about what you're doing and maybe say, hey, uh, I don't like this about you or that about you. Maybe there's some truth to it. Maybe you should do things the right way. Yeah. So synthesizing this, the word haters is uh, should not just be your response to criticism. Maybe you should just take the criticism for what it is, and perhaps it's constructive, um, and people aren't just, just hating on you. So, okay. All right, that's your prayer. People toughen up and stop using the word haters. Okay, fine. Haters. Haters. Um, I know people probably write underneath, and I'm an idiot, but they're just being haters. They're just being haters, right? Um, okay, so this is what I wanted to talk about, and we've been waiting first half hour here. Let's get to it. The number one contenders at each weight for our freestyle um, world team. Who are the guys um, with, with the best opportunity? And we have kind of established pecking order here. I believe at least of our number ones, it's Ramos, Coleman Scott. Brent Metcalf, Nick Marable, Jordan Burroughs, Ed Ruth, Jake Varner, and Travell Delagnev. I don't, I don't think there's much um, debate there for, for that first eight, that those are our number ones right now. Um, but there's a ton of debate on who could be the number twos, who are the guys with either who are the second best guy or maybe the guy with the best shot of knocking off the current number one. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. The number one contenders at each weight. Um, Willie, is it is it scary that – the number ones in our country are so clear cut. Yeah, that's maybe not ideal, but you know, I don't know. I don't know how clear cut they are. Uh, I and, and what I mean by that is how far separated they are from the field. Like some of them more so than others. Um, like what? Okay, answer this. Which of our number ones is the most separated from number two or the field? Which is most separated? Most separated. Uh, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Jordan. Jordan. Mar- uh, Marable. Yeah. Delagnev. Yep. I agree uh, with those. But so I think I think, the, I, I think as much as it's weird how it's weird how Jake uh, think, Varner. Um, oh, he's so far. I think he might be actually um, the furthest. Just it, it, it's weird how he struggles and doesn't do much against international competition, but against domestic talent, he just torches everybody. Yeah. No, I know, but I th- I think he's well. I mean, it's just that's the kind of my point. The state of that weight class is just not. Well, that's what I'm asking. Sh- Does, isn't that scary? Yeah, it's scary. I mean, it's nothing. It's not a revelation that we're not the deepest weight I- international, or you know, just the deepest team, deepest country for any weight uh, internationally, except for really 74. Um, so that's that's just a reality of um, our team, I guess, to a degree, right? Sure. It's just, yeah, it's scary, but it's not like this isn't new, right? I mean, you, you say that. Yeah. I don't think it's new. Um, all right, so number one contenders. You want to start at 57? I, I mean. What? Well, you know, you say, like, Burroughs has had good matches with Taylor and Dake. Mm-hmm. And I guess Dake, Dake has had. Dake has had some good um, international success. And Taylor has too, but when he's hit the top guys. Um, he struggled. 
Hal. Hal had a good one. I guess so. I guess we're kind of deep internationally in one sixty one sixty three. But uh, the the other weights. I mean, I would. I wouldn't be too confident if our, if it was a two or a, th- a three that we see a two or three now um, would win the spot. I wouldn't be too confident. All right. Well, why don't we get to him? Let's, All right, fifty seven. All right. I want Ramos. Who do you have behind Ramos? Uh, contenders for behind Ramos: Cologne, Hayeswinkle, McDonough, Megalutis, Mitchef, Hawkstrasser, Sanders, Escobedo, Gilman. Yeah. Um, for me, the the number one contender. And I'm saying the guy most likely to best that field is Matt McDonough. Because I've seen him beat Nico Megalutis a number of times. And I think we're seeing a change of the guard generationally at 57. Could be wrong here. But, like, for so long it was Escobedo and Simmons Hayes. and Hayes and, um, you know, Blanc. He's suspended now, but or whatever it's called, banned. Um, it was kind of – What dope. is his deal? He, he Yeah, he'll be back. He, like, gets – I think it's like this fall, like it's lifted, the band's lifted. So like he can't compete he for the world team spot, unfortunately. Um, but it sounds like he'll be able to make a run at the Olympics anyways. But I think he's still out for that. He got a, he got a two-year ban. Freaking crazy. Yeah, man. Ridiculous. Um, it's ridiculous. Yep. So anyways, I, I think that generation is kind of on the way out, and we kind of got a, some new blood. Um, at 57, it was a long time where it was Escobedo and Simmons and Hayes and and Blanc, and now I I really think we're we're kind of moving away from that. We'll see this year, but I think last year's you know we kind of started to see the changing of the guard. Nico beats Simmons, Ramos beats Hayes, um, and and, and there you have it. So what do you ha- what do you think now? There's guys that, um, so the the names that I read off that's the rankings, that's the latest. USA rankings that were put out in January, late January. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the guys that weren't on there, though, maybe a Tomasello, a Waters, uh, Nashon Garrett, Joey Dance. Nah. No? Uh, no. No. I mean, they're not on that. I mean, McDonough, we watched him beat Nashon twice, and I think he's a – I think Nashon is a pretty good – going to be a good freestyler. But uh, I, I think it's McDonough. Who's who's your – I mean, those guys are good. I mean, I'm not saying they can't wrestle, but, I mean, to beat Tony Ramos? Uh, uh, I don't – Simmer down. I, I would say – I don't know. You don't even want to say. No, no, no. McDonough, If I mean, is he going to make it? Is he going to go that way? I hope I hope so. That would be a CP prayer. Matt McDonough go 57. Um, I think McDonough presents the most problems, and I think Nico's right there. I really do. Um, Obviously, yeah. Uh, uh, based on their their close match last time, you, you know, I don't know. I don't know if Nico's. It's so hard to score on is what the issue is there. I think he is. Uh, um, I I would be interested to see Alan Waters, and I mean I think. Oh, what? No, come on. <laughs> That's come crazy. On. That's crazy yes, talk. That's crazy talk. I mean, for right now, for right now, Allen could develop into a fine freestyler. But okay, well, maybe I'm maybe I'm speaking off the cuff. It's just Ooh, like, well, like not my final decision on who's the two. But I okay. If you're gonna put a gun to my head, I'm saying McDonough and Cologne. So if I'm gonna put a gun to your head, you're gonna pick two. Very interesting. 
<laughs> well, I, I think well, clone's kind shot. of an X factor. Clone. I, I, I felt like conventional wisdom and kind of the consensus that everyone would take, and I figured you would take, would be clone. I thought I was going a little off the, maybe not off, but um, I felt like McDonough was kind of a, a little bit left field pick, not left field, but I felt like people were gonna air towards Cologne, um, and I think it's very possible he's the guy. But I wonder, you know, McDonough pinned him uh, last year at the Open. Of course, that was a year ago. Who I'm sure they both improved, and that was at 61. But uh, I, I just think McDonough has the best shot of of besting that field, right? And yeah. um, getting to Tony now. But actually, here I feel like we're kind of in this like. Tony's already in the finals kind of like right. mindset, which is not the case at all. He has to win the U.S. Open to guarantee that. So this is all very presumptuous. I mean, McDonough and Cologne could be the U.S. Open final, and Ramos has got to – but right now Tony's the guy, so we're just kind of – Do you have any insight? I know we touched on it in a previous show, but do you have any insight? Is, is Tony wrestling the Open? Uh, I have no insight, but I would – it would definitely behoove him to wrestle there. I mean, why would he not? I mean, yeah. I'm operating on the assumption that everybody that's in the picture is going to wrestle apart from mm-hmm. Burroughs and mm-hmm. maybe, De- but Delagnev will wrestle. I just feel like he wrestles everywhere, unless he's banged up, um, which is very possible since he missed that last match at the Open or at the World Cup. So I don't know. I, I feel like Tony's going to wrestle there, but no inside info, just speculation. All right, so you have you have Ramos McDonough for the for. To close this argument, I'll say Ramos Cologne. Okay, so you're going Cologne. All right, so <clears throat> we'll see how that develops. Let's go. Let's go 61. This was. Um, I, I'm not gonna lie. I struggled to find contenders. Oh yeah. Um, uh, and I think it's B.J. Futrell is the clear one. There's an X factor, and I know you love this kid, and I love this kid, but he's young, and don't, I don't even know if he's. Don't gonna... say it. Tell me not to say it. Tell me, this. Guy couldn't get a get a takedown and get a trap arm and and start making. No, I, I don't want you to say it because I want I want to say it. I'm gonna say Joey McKenna. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, but but I'm not gonna say it. But I'm gonna say he might be. I am. All right, you're gonna say McKenna, and I thought you might. Uh, I'm gonna say Futrell. A little more of a proven. Um, he's not. Um, so young, but man. Ugh. You know, I love McKenna. Love McKenna. I, like, there, I mean, you have Coleman, and then you have this. Man, this is another scary thing because Coleman obviously wasn't clicking on all cylinders, and if he's still not, I mean, I assume he will be now that he has time to train, um, without having a coach right now. Um, I assume he'll be in better shape for the Open. But you look at this block of of contenders for sixty one kilograms, and then you say. Coleman didn't do so hot at the U.S. Open, but yet the field's so far behind him, kind of. I mean, I'm 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 not taking BJ to beat him. I'm not taking BB to beat him. I'm not taking Preeson or Hutter. Um, Preeson, uh, yeah, he always enters 57, then misses weight and wrestles 61. Doesn't that, ha- <laughs> doesn't that happen like every other tournament? Um, yeah. So I mean, if you're asking me, I'm I'll go with Joey McKenna uh, for a few reasons. Um, I think his parterre is one of the best in the world. Um, he already placed at Junior Worlds. 
uh, had a great tournament there. He's at the same weight for been at the same weight for a while. He's been training freestyle uh, for a full year, and he's training with these top flight guys. He's in Colorado Springs. He's training with the national team, the senior national team. So and um, at Lehigh, he's been training at Lehigh a lot too. So you're asking me, I I like it. You know what? You know what stinks, and you you kind of alluded to this a year or so ago about how. 61 and 70 are treated second class. But think back what this weight used to be. Just a couple years ago where we had Hump, Reese Humphrey, Coleman Scott, Jimmy Kennedy, Logan Stever, Jordan Oliver. Um, there, there's dudes I'm missing. Uh, it, it was like the yeah. most fun weight. And now uh, was and Sean Bunch. And what? Sean Bunch was Did in Did you there. say Kellen Russell? No. Well, he was, uh, he was never. He was never there? He was, well, no, he was, but he was never really a factor. Um at that weight, he was much better up at 66 and now 65, as I recall. I could be wrong there. Correct me if I'm wrong. But so yeah, all those guys were at 60, um, including Sean Bunch, and now it's like Coleman, and then scan, scan, scan BJ, and then let's go with this 19-year-old kid Joey McKenna. Yeah, so like, uh, it's it's thinned out tremendously. Yeah, and you know what? The odd thing is too. Last year I was ranting and raving. I wrote an article or didn't. Oh, I did an overflow. I did an overflow on how seventy kilograms and sixty-one kilograms that guys should shy away from it because it's not an Olympic weight. Uh, first of all, I, the Olympics really piss me off, to be completely honest with you. But um, I, I don't think. You know, I said on that show, I don't think that people should shy away from because it's not Olympic way because the worlds are still, you know, three times, happen three times more often than the Olympics and this and that. Uh, but I don't think that, and I think you'll agree with me, I don't think that that's the case right now with 61 in America. I don't think people are shying away from it because it's not an Olympic way. I think that we don't have a lot of talent in that range. If Come on, if Reese, if sixty-one was an Olympic weight, Reese Humphrey would still be there, and I bet probably Jimmy Kennedy would. would. Well, then I think that Reese Humphrey should reconsider and move to sixty-one now. But I'm, I'm telling you, what, what's the the only difference is that he's, is that it's not a, I mean he's made sixty for years. Would you, would you not want to make a, a world team? I, I don't know. Maybe he's gonna go sixty-one for the U.S. Open. Reese, if you're listening, if you know Reese, find out. But I, he's going. 61. Reese, go sixty-one. Yeah, that should be a willy prayer. I mean, that's more that re- that's more reasonable than Logan, in my opinion, coming down. Yeah, um, Reese, go sixty-one. Come on, buddy. Um, just to make, get, you know, Coleman beat him last year, but you know, it would just make it a little more. I wish Kennedy was still down there, honestly, um, but he's not. Um, oh, so that, I do too. But. I, all right, let's get to 65 because I'm ready to talk. What about Kellen? At 65? 61. He, he's already tried it. He was he, he couldn't uh, he couldn't hold it. Or he wasn't yeah. good. I don't know if he couldn't hold it. He wasn't. All right, so you got Coleman and McKenna, or who do you got? I'm going BJ Futrell. I mean, Futrell beat Coleman last year. And Coleman, yeah, also, Coleman also beat him. I don't even. Where's BJ? Been? I, I'm going I'm going McKenna. Okay. I'm doing it. Okay. Uh, bag it, bag it. Tag it, bag it, let's go to 65. Brent Metcalf, clear number one. Who, who, Who's going to knock him off? Who's the guy with the best shot? Uh, and maybe it's two questions, you know, and that's kind of what this is. The guy with the best shot to beat Brent, and then there's the guy with the best shot of beating everybody but Brent. 
um, kind of deal. So um, I, this maybe there's an obvious answer here, but I want to see wh where where you're leaning Man, for 65. Now this is loaded, right? It's pretty. It's a good weight. We're pretty. I think it's pretty loaded. I think it's a. I mean, Aaron Pico. Uh, we you know everything he's done. Jordan Oliver has beaten. I don't know eight, ten guys that are have been ranked in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reese Humphrey made a world team. No, not at sixty-five. Not at sixty-five. He hasn't. But come on, Kennedy is is a a guy I'm really interested to see. I've I've. It, it sounds like the the expectations are extremely high for him. They like really think. Kennedy. Yeah, like better than um better than Kellen. They like his him uh better than Kellen at at 65. This is what I've been hearing. Yeah, uh, so we'll man, see if that's true. I, that could be way off. I mean, what's Logan Stever going to be like? I have no idea how this is going to go. What about Molinero, I mean, man? We were like I I love Frank. Dude, Molinero's dang good. Is he like um this weight's going to be amazing at oh those. I hope everybody's All of you school. go. All of you go. Please go. Please go. I will book your hotel and travel and everything. <laughs> All you have to do is show up and make weight. Send the bill to Willie Sailor. Julio Man. Chavez Road. Um, so, so who's your who's your pick? I don't what, know. Look, you, all I you mean, do is pick thirty guys. He's like, ah, number one contender is probably Oliver Pico. You're telling me you're Long telling me there's a clear cut guy behind these guys behind Metcalf. You're telling me there's a clear cut Jordan. Jo, that dude. I mean, that's who I'm taking. Okay, me too. But I think that's kind of I mean as clear cut as it's gonna get in a weight like this. I don't know. I think it's probably Jo. Maybe, man, uh, man, Pico Oliver, are you kidding me? I want to see Pico rest all these guys. Let's go round robin, Aaron Pico. If these were, if these were, if these rankings were seeds, uh, Pico would wrestle Chamberlain, Oliver would wrestle Kennedy, and the winners oh would wrestle. How about that? Oh, my gosh. Oliver Kennedy, that would be amazing. Reese Humphrey, Brett Metcalf, quarterfinal. But actually, Humphrey wrestled Russell, winner gets Metcalf. Brent, How about that? Brent torches both those dudes. But wouldn't you want to watch it? I have watched it. I mean, I'm just saying that one doesn't get me going like the others. I'm just saying. Uh, I've seen I'm excited. I'm excited for all of them. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, I'm taking J.O. Um, <laughs> Is Pico going to go Chris senior Pendleton, level? Chris Pendleton at the uh, World Cup was saying that Jordan looks really good in the room, man. But, you know. Why didn't he, he make 65? He needs to get down to weight. Is he that big? I have no idea. I mean, no, I don't think he's that big that big. I think he's just uh, a little undisciplined with his weight management. All right. Come on. Come on, Jordan. Um, yeah. So I we're both going jail. Be, yeah, I'm go definitely. Um, can't, I don't feel amazing about it, but I think we, we've seen pretty consistently he can be that guy. Um, and as far as a guy with a chance of beating Brent, um, so let's answer that. Is he probably the best? Uh, I mean, he's done it once, kind of under weird, old, stupid rules, weird push-out, um, ball-drop garbage. But he ha does have a win over Brent Metcalf, or whatever that's worth. Um, is he the guy with the best shot stylistically to beat Brent? Mm, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Absolutely he is. Absolutely he is, says Willie. Uh yeah, I mean, because if not him, then who, right? Yeah. I, I want to see Jimmy Kennedy. I'm going to say that, and then I'll move on. 
Uh, right. So that's our 65. It's 10.51. We got to keep yeah, this. Yeah, I know. We the... got nine minutes to do Come on. Well, it's because you happen. pick nine to- nine number no. one contenders every time. 70 kilos. Nick Marable's that dude. Who's the guy with the best shot to beat him up? I feel like he's pretty separated from the field. Will he go? Uh, no one. No one. Okay. So you pick but nine if, guys if, or zero. Uh, you're going to laugh at this, but I'm saying Jason Welch. You know what? I, I don't think that's crazy. Um, here's the thing. Green is clearly the second best guy there, but he's not going to beat Nick Marable. Like, he's not going to – James Green. I know. Um, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. he's better than all those dudes. I know. That's the way I kind of felt. That's a, that's why I picked Joey McKenna at 61. Like, okay. I'm going off the board here. I'm going off the board, Willie. Dustin Schlater. Ooh. <laughs> Come on. Hey, this is a guy. He made a senior world team. People, like, forget that. The, this Dustin, he made it at at, a, at 74. He looked good, and then, uh, you know, his body is always going to be a question. Is he going to be healthy? You groaned when I mentioned it, but I'm going to say for a guy that can beat um, that can beat him, may, maybe it's him. Maybe it's him. Oh, he has to go through a lot of people to get to him. We'll see. Uh, but I'll go Welch, and then and we're on a 74. 74, all right. So JB's the guy. You got Taylor, you got Dake, you got Howe, you've got Daringer, perhaps? Um, so we'll see. Who is who is the number one? Quentin Godley, can't forget him. Ian Miller. Two words. Two words. All right, so who who you got? Um, got Mark <laughs> Hall on here. Mark Hall, when when did he wrestle 74? Is that when he won Cadet Worlds at? Um, yes. Okay. He, he wrestled at, like, 84 for Junior yeah. World Team. Yeah, but he wrestled Cadet Worlds at, at – I think it was – I think that's what it was. Um, yeah. Anyway. So, you know, I'm going to say – I don't know what Kyle Dake is right now. So? So I'm going Taylor. So I'm going Dake. I'm going Dake. Uh, if he wrestles, that means he's ready. And if he's ready, I think he's proven – He's better than Taylor. He's beaten Sargush. Um, I think he's the number one contender. Um, and uh, yeah, I hope we see a healthy Kyle Dick. I hope. Oh man, hopes- this should have been the Willie prayer. I'll tell you what, the Willie prayer is every day. I'm gonna start saying it every time before I go to bed. What? <laughs> what? United World Wrestling, please, for the love of everything that is holy. holy. Please create a 178-pound weight class. Yeah. For me. For me and for the world and for the legions of fans around the globe, make a weight class that is 178 pounds. 163 to 189 is asinine. Asinine. You can always count on Willie for those $10 words there. Um, yeah, it's a ridiculous district. 20, 26 pounds between weights, like between middleweights, not like between heavyweight and the I want, second heaviest weight. I want 178 pounds, maybe 176 pounds. I want, give me David Taylor, Chris Perry, mm. John Reeder in a bracket. Yep. I'm on board with this. Okay, co-sign that prayer. Let's get on with it. 86 kilos. Ed Roos, the guy. Who's number two? 
I know what you're he, gonna say. Keith Chapman. Nah, Jake Herbert. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, you came. Jake Herbert. You came around to it. Um, fair. I uh, Herbert has had good success against Gavin. Um, I thought Dude, he looked. Herbert. He looked Herbert good. Looked good. He looked good, and then he got cradled. Um, so I'm going Herbert. I I'm going Herbert as well. Um, that guy, he's big too. He got Jake. Yes. Jake big, is big. He's lean. He's dude. He looked great. He looked focused. I mean, if you follow him on Facebook or or Twitter, um, yeah, he posts a he's shirtless. He's built big, a lot big, like me. Yeah, very a lot striking resemblance. Some would say from the hair to the physique. Um, both ladies' men, I'm sure. So that's 86. Uh, yeah. We're both going Herbert. Um, certainly Keith Cavins going to be in the mix. Chris Perry, Clayton Foster are, are the guys. And an X factor for me. Now that he's down a weight, a guy who Durant doesn't – is Deron Wynn. Deron Wynn's a tremendous X factor at, at 86. Now that he's down, I think this is the best weight for him. I think 97. Um, I like Jake, boy. I, I could see Deron taking out one, a couple of those guys potentially. He yeah, can so avoid the big moves. He's, not Jake, though. Not Jake. Yeah, probably not Jake. But I think he's uh, – yeah. You never know. Jake, Jake's been out of the mix for a little bit here. Deron – uh, right there. I think Duran is, is a sneaky, sneaky dude there at 86 kilos. 97. Um, oh, this was tough. There's no one. Give me a break. I don't know. I mean, Kilgore. Uh, who's a Kyle Snyder. Kyle Snyder. Ky- uh, that's, he's, the, in my opinion, the second best guy. Uh, I don't know. I think he'd be. The problem is Jake is a mountain. Oh, gee, there's There's no one. All right. Okay. Here, I'll say this. I'll give you this. I'll go with J.D. Bergman because once upon a time, he was able to beat him. He made the world team when um, Varner was out, when he was, took his whatever, his year off. Um, and every time we try to bury him, he like makes a world team or wins a big tournament or beats someone really good. His body hasn't always held up, but um, he, he's in the mix. So I'm going to go with him. But uh, I feel no confidence in really anybody, and Kyle Snyder probably the second best dude. Although JD and Kyle probably wrestle every day, so probably someone in the Ohio State room has the answer on who wins those. But I feel like we're going with the youth, the health. But yeah, oh my gosh, Varner would dwarf Snyder, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, look like his. Father. I mean, you're talking about, and you're and you're talking about 16 pounds up from where Kyle wrestled. Yeah. College, so I mean, I think it's Varner and everybody else. One twenty-five, uh, Turvell, yeah, Turvell and everybody else. I think, but if I'm get, you're gonna ask me who, who possibly could unseat him? Uh, Fortune or Gwiz? Ah, uh, okay. I thought you were gonna say Gwiz. Um, I think, I think it's um Gwiz or Dom. See, we saw Dom last year. He was kind of. My understanding with Sammy left, he was kind of not in the, not in clicking on all cylinders at maybe at the open or at the world team trials, whatever. He didn't look his best, but when he's at his best, I think he's, I think he's right there, um, for to kind of lead the second tier. Of course, he's beaten Tervell, um, once upon a time, but Gwiz, Gwiz or Dom for me, and if I have to pick one guy that can maybe go with Tervell, the upside guy is definitely Gwizdowski. He's mm-hmm. got the, he's got the attacks. He's got uh, – I feel like this could be a, a kind of a year where – like last year he beat Dom. He kind of took us by surprise maybe to an extent. 
now I feel like he's going to be a consistent guy in the conversation at the senior level. Um, so, oh, if I have to pick, I'm not going to do what Willie does. I'm going to say Gwiz, but it's dang close it, between he and Dom because he barely beat Dom, and it wasn't 100% Dom. Um, but, yeah, I'm going with him. Um, so we made it. Um, it's 10.59, just under the buzzer. Let's talk about next week's show. I think we need to do that real quick. No, ne- next, next Thursdays. Thursdays. Yeah, we Jim Harshaw on. I'm super pumped. It's going to be um, all college wrestling talk as far as uh, saving programs and the landscape of wrestling right now and, and maintaining programs and, and a lot of talk about funding. Um, Jim Harshaw is super stud and um, very admin savvy. Yeah, yeah. I uh, think when it comes to that, I think we're gonna. I I'm personally looking forward to learning a lot about it because I feel like we always ask questions and we're like, well, we don't really know. Uh, and he's gonna be a guy that knows the ins and outs. Of, so, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, this was a, a blast for show. Let, give us some feedback on uh, how we're doing. Your number one contenders, your freshman of the year, and uh, be sure to tune in. Next Thursday, this Thursday, three days from now at 9 a.m. Central Floor Wrestling Radio Live. For Willie Saylor, I'm Christian Piles. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time.